0: that his love for us is unconditional and that even when we mess up his love for us is still the same you know I thank God for that and I thank God for my wife this is my wife Donna Jenkins we've been married now for for uh, this is the 39th year amen and I'd say that she's my High school sweetheart <laughs> no. Well, I still say she's my high school sweetheart, even though we didn't go to the same high school together. Uh, no. But somewhere along the line, we met each other at different places in our lives. Mm-hmm. I remember when I didn't know her, and, and I met her. There's a place in Atlanta that uh, it was an old music art building.
1: It was old school that he turned into the music arts, like academy or something. I don't yeah, know and think it.
0: about this. And I just so happened to be at the same place at the same time in the same building, and I saw her. I didn't know who she was, who, who, she, who she was, but I saw her as she was in there, and she was doing this dance.
1: African that, dance class.
0: She was in an African dance class, and I remember seeing her. At that time, and I saw it, and I just said, Oh, okay, interesting.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, as I think about it all, you know, to think about how God brought us together, and uh, maybe we'll talk on that for just a few minutes, for just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just excited to be here. Amen. Amen. So thank you all for having us yes. in Jesus' name. The next thing I want to say is that Donna and I, we don't have the perfect marriage. Okay, we've we've come to know each other. We've gotten to know each other over a period of 39 years. Mm -hmm. You know, she's different from me. We're not the same. We don't think the same. Her thoughts are different from mine. Of course, we take our thoughts and we line them up with the word of God but and of course Jesus we put the Lord first in our lives but it's good to know that even if we make mistakes and when we make mistakes that he'll always be there to help us another good thing that I wanted to say and and we'll move forward we're not perfect none of us are perfect but we're just perfectly forgiven amen can I get an amen on that? We're all perfectly forgiven. Amen. So we thank the Lord for that. You want to talk about this for a couple of minutes or so, how we met? Condense it. I'll condense it. Okay.
1: <laughs> I can condense it. Yes. Uh, let's see. Beside that time. Probably in 1982, I was going to Georgia State University. I met some young ladies who introduced me to the Lord Jesus Christ as what I wanted in my life. And then they said, well, you know, we're gonna start a choir. It's an Outreach for Christ ministry. So I was a part of this ministry. They talked to me about the ministry and the choir and the people I would meet and they kept mentioning this person's name. I talked to several people and they kept saying, you're gonna meet this person, this person, and in every conversation, David came up. I was thinking, so who is this David? Why do I keep hearing about him? To make a long story short, we we met in the choir. Um, he got my telephone number, and I was thinking, hmm, he got everybody's telephone number. <laughs> 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 he went around to everybody saying, okay, now when I call you, don't say
0: who is this? I was going to say, clarify that.
1: Oh, yes, you got yeah, go everybody. <laughs> Not every woman's telephone number, every person in the choir, he made a list for them who was, (laughs) who was there and what the number was. So he came to me and said, now, when I call you, don't say who David, who, but about two weeks later, he called me and said, Hey, this is David. I was like, David, who (laughs) I actually said, David, who we became friends, prayer partners. And then the Lord took it over from there. You we know, best uh, friends. Yeah,
0: I, of course, you know, that was my game back then. The only person, the only number that I really wanted was hers. And so, and, and that's the truth. Her number was the only number I wanted, but uh, and so I got other numbers and but my goal was her. You know, my mind, I was thinking, I'm gonna get her, I'm gonna get her. As a matter of fact, you know, I told her years ago, and this was before we were married, we hadn't we were just friends and we became prayer partners and I said to her um, I said you know what I believe that uh, I believe you're going to be my wife and she said (laughs) she just looked at me like boy (laughs) what 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 is he talking about but I said you know what and so I became a little bold. And so I said this right here. I said to the woman that doesn't know that she's going to be my wife yet, I said, hello. And, and, and then I told her this. I said, you know what? I said, my grandmother likes you. My brother likes you. My sister likes you. And, uh, and she had something to say about that. She said, listen. She said, I don't care what your grandmother said. Your I said, mama with said all due respect your, huh? I did preface she did. that She said it with all due respect She said I don't care what your mother said Your grandmother said Your brother, your sister, or whoever She says all I know is that I got to hear from God myself Amen. You know what? She was exactly right She was exactly right And so I respected that And, and, uh, and so we begin today But let me say this right here I attribute a good marriage to being good friends that's one. I mean God instituted marriage you know this was God's thought you know he said that it's not good for man to be alone and so he knew that it was not good for me to be alone so he brought me my wife amen but we became friends you know we became prayer partners first and uh but I knew that she was, I, I, I always said in my heart, and I said it to her, I said, I really believe that you are the person for me. And I said, you know what, and she wasn't dating or anything like that at the time, but I, but I did say this. I said, I'm so sure about this, you can date whoever you want, but you'll be back here. <laughs> and, and I didn't say that braggadociously or anything like that, but, you know, she gave me one of those looks like, <laughs> And so, and so, but now we're together, and, and, and it's been 39 years, and so uh, we're excited about that. But I attribute us having a good relationship, a good marriage, because I just believe that there are no perfect marriages, okay? Now, you may disagree with that, but I don't think there are any perfect marriages. I think that we're all growing and maturing together in the things of God. You know, when I met her, like I said, you know, she's different from me. You know, her thoughts are uh, are different. You know, uh, when we talk about things and of course, ultimately, the decision is mine. And she, you know, refers to me. She said, well, this is something that I've gotten used to. She would say, well, what did the Lord say? You know, what is God saying to you about it? She really expects for me to hear from God. I mean, really you know, when there's a major decision or something like that to be made, she'll say, okay, well, what did the Lord say about it? And so I had to get used to that. And so, uh, and my daughter, you know, now she's married and she would say the things, the same thing. Okay, with well, that, well, what is the Lord saying about it? And so I had to have an answer. You know, I had to know something, you know, and so I would pray. I said, Lord, this woman is always asking me what you said about it. She's always asking me, so I had to have an answer and by listening to the Lord and, and, and then I want you to come in on this, by listening to the Lord and talking with him, you know, but like I said, ultimately the decision, she would leave it up to me and I thank God for that. But she's in it with me, you know, we're heirs together, yes. you know, uh, in, in this, uh, this, in the grace of life, thank you. We're heirs together. And so we refer to each other. And so uh, you want to say something real quickly about, about
1: I that? I think that, first of all, as believers, like he said, our lives should be uh, based on what we hear from God and what God's word says.
0: Exactly. When it
1: comes to choosing a mate, you want what God has for you. It's good to make a list. It's good to do some things, decide what what you want in a mate. But our lives should be based upon the word of God, our relationship with God, and hearing from him, hearing from the Holy Spirit. He's the one that God sent to us to help us, to lead us, to guide us into all truth, to show us things to come, to give us the wisdom we need and the insight, the direction, the instruction. So he and I, in our relationship, you know, I don't just say, well, you're the man, make the decision. No, I have a part in it also. I'm going to tell him what I see, how I see it, what my perspective is, what I think that I'm hearing from the Lord, what it is I think I'm hearing from the Lord concerning this issue and then I say but here's my input I roll it all over there to him and then he makes the final decision. I expect him as the man of God as the head of the household to hear from God when it comes to decisions. I expect him to know who God is, (laughs) what God's saying and what he wants us to do and where he wants us to go.
0: Mm -hmm. And you know what and then when she would give me her opinion on something. It's not that she's resisting me because she thinks different. Her her thought process, she's a whole other person. And so I had to learn it. I had to accept that. You know what? Just because she disagrees with me doesn't mean that she's against me. It means that she has another view. She's another person. And so, you know, there are two places in the Bible, of course, uh, there, uh, where the Bible mentions, uh, about a helper. One, it mentions concerning your wife and then also it mentions concerning the Holy spirit. You know, God gave us a helper because we need help. Amen. Would you say amen to that? Amen. Because we need help. If you didn't need help, then he wouldn't send you help. So thank God for the Holy spirit and then also thank God for our wives. And one of the things that I've learned is in having a good relationship is that it's so important to, to listen to each other. You know, for me to listen to her and for her to, to listen to me. You know, let that person finish that conversation. Let her finish that conversation. See her through. Hear her point. What she has to say is it's valid, you know. And so listen to each other. That makes for a good relationship. It really does. It makes for a good, a good marriage. You know, even if you disagree with each other, at least listen. Or show the person that you're really listening. You're attentive. Instead, uh, instead of, you know, thinking about what you're going to say next. You're thinking about, you know what, uh, and so you, you're really not listening. I, I've been there you know, men, sometimes we get to the point where we're really not listening, but we're thinking about what we're going to say next. Okay. How many of you ever been there? Okay. I'm going to raise my hand real high. Okay. <laughs> because I've been there. And so and sometimes I like what the, what the gentleman was saying concerning the difference between men and women, because we are different. We're not the same. You know, my wife wants to talk at, two o'clock in the morning she wants to you know well tell me this and tell me that and and I'm thinking you know what I'm I'm sleepy, and and but she's wide awake she's wide awake and she wants to talk and so what I do is I I wake up and I said okay all right what do you want to talk about amen but I'm thinking of her okay instead of just not listening to her I'm gonna listen and I'm going to value what she has to say to me. Amen. So I value what she says. And I think that that is a key to having a a good relationship, a good marriage. You know, but there's sometimes we miss it. I miss it. You miss it. Everything, every day is not always perfect. There are times that we have had some intense fellowship. Do you understand what I'm saying? We've had some intense fellowship. And so I mean, it's not knockdown, down, drag out fellowship, but it's when we come to a place where we've learned and we are learning how to deal with certain things. We haven't arrived. None of you, not, none of us, we will were, we were never get to the place to where we've arrived. This is, a, I mean, we're learning day by day. Amen. It's a learning process. Thank God that we have his word. You know, he teaches us, he leads us, and he guides us. Thank God for the helper, which is the Holy Spirit, you know, and thank God for our wives. I've learned, let me say this. I've really learned, and I am learning to really listen to what she has to say. Now, this is 39 years of listening, okay? Okay? I'm really learning more and more each day about how to listen. And I think that is one of the areas that really makes for a good marriage is listening to each other. Of course, communication is key because if you're not communicating, then someone else is communicating. And so we're not to leave any room for the wicked one. You have something you want to say?
1: No, I'm just going to say yes. uh, Communication is the key. It is In relationships, we have to We have to be open. We can't be closed mouth. We have to share with our mate how we feel, uh, what we're thinking. Sometimes we have to be openly communicating with one another in order to understand each other, in order to learn more about each other, in order to grow in our relationship. Communication is key. We can't just say, well, I thought you knew this, or I thought you knew how I felt about this, or I thought you knew what what my perspective was on this issue. We have to communicate. We have to talk. You may not feel like it. You may be too tired to do it. You may not want to. You may not be used to communicating, but we have to use our mouths for so many things. Coming against the wicked one, coming against uh, speaking words of affirmation over ourselves and communicating with our mate, especially because we're working in this together. Because we're in this together and we're working towards a goal, we have to talk to each other. We have to make time for it. It has to be more than, well, what happened on the news today or what's the weather? We have to make time to sit down and just communicate with each other and share our hearts with one another. It's not easy sometimes, but it's necessary.
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's not easy. I mean, it's definitely not easy, but it's something that we work at every day. And by all means, I'm not standing here or sitting here as the expert because a lot of you all, you've been married for much longer than we have. But I want to just say this. It is a learning process. It really is. It's putting God first in our lives. We have one daughter, you know, and she's 35 years old. She's married now. And we thank God for that. And she comes, you know, sometimes she'll come to us and she'll say, well, Dad, Mom and Dad, I want to have a good marriage. I want... You know, to to have a marriage like you're all, and I said, Ashley, I want you to have a marriage that's better than than us, because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And so, um, that's our prayer for uh, for her, for her to uh, to have a good marriage. What other advice would you give him
1: Marriage advice?
0: Yeah, what kind of marriage
1: advice? Uh, Just respect one another.
0: Oh, that's key.
1: Love one another. When we first started, when we first got married, I remember there was a time where, um, you know, we were all in love and everything. And then there were times when I was mad at him. He didn't do something or he didn't say something. I was mad at you. And I tried to stay mad, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me. I was like, I'm not going to smile. I want to be mad. You know, there are times when you want to be mad. The Holy Spirit, if you leave, if you make him, if you put him in the center of everything, he's, a, he's in your life, he's in his life, and he's in the center of your marriage, he's going to see to it that you that your marriage flows the way it should. In other words, there were times I wanted to be mad. I'm saying that the Holy Spirit has to be there in the center of your marriage in order for things to go well.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Would you agree with that? Okay. Um, Difficult areas. You know, sometimes you know, we, we, we talk to a lot of married couples you know, in church, and I'm sure your pastor, you know, talks to a lot of people. You know, there are certain areas that can be difficult and I think it's very, very important for us to make sure that we keep the lines as she said to keep the lines of communication open at all times that is so important and you know our marriage shouldn't shut down in any area just because we're in or we're mad or in disagreement with each other
1: it should still be love and respect. And-
0: we should still be loving and respectful towards one another in every area. Okay? Just because I'm mad at you, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to wash the, di- the dishes today. Because I'm mad at you, so I'm not washing the dishes. Or just because, I mean, I'm mad at you, so that doesn't mean, well, just because you're mad at me, you're not going to cook for me today. You understand what I'm saying? And so we have to make sure that we continue doing the things that we would do because we're married to each other, because we love each other, because we're heirs together in the grace of life. We want to make sure that we're continuing to take care of each other in every area uh, of our lives. Here's another thing. Don't allow things to shut down. You want to keep things moving. You want to keep things flowing.
1: Don't stay mad at each other.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't don't stay mad at each other for less I mean, the Bible says don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Okay? So the 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 moon, the sun, you have a time clock. It's best to deal with things right away. You know, when I have a disagreement with her, we talk about it. We listen I hear her part she hears my part we look to what the word says and we pray about it okay Lord you know, what's your wisdom on this okay but you don't want to allow long periods of time to go by to where you're not communicating with each other you know to where we're mad with each other and we're not speaking to each other I'm not speaking to you the rest of the day because i'm upset with you
1: mm-hmm. It's important to maintain harm maintain harmony and peace because if you don't maintain harmony and peace and you allow strife and unforgiveness and anger to make to linger, then you're not walking in love with one another and it's important for you to walk in love with one another for your prayers to be heard and not hindered that's exactly right harmony is important if you maintain the love walk your prayers will be answered you don't want to go without that time where your prayers aren't being answered because you're not walking in love because your faith is not working the word says that faith works by love so if your faith is going to continue to operate if you're going to continue to receive the answers to your prayers then you have to deal with it you can't allow strife and unforgiveness and anger to linger and to go on
0: because mm-hmm, the bible also talks about the where there's envy and strife there's confusion but then it says and there's every other evil work and so you want to deal with things you know we try our best and we ask the Lord to give us wisdom to deal with things right away so that things aren't allowed to grow into something else and we, now we're having to instead of dealing with one thing now we're having to deal with many things we're having to deal with all of this other stuff and, and that's not where you want to be so make sure that you keep the communication up. Make sure that you're praying with each other, talking with each other, you know, make sure that you all have your own personal time with the Lord. You know, I'm just giving you some pointers that has helped us, you know. Make sure you have your personal time and, and as a pastor, I pray, I'm praying for of course my family. I'm also praying for the church, you know, as a whole, and then I pray as the Lord leads me. I'm praying over the members of the church, as your pastor does, and his wife, you know, he's praying over you all, interceding for you all. And so the enemy's going to come against him first before he comes against you. He's going to come against him first. And that's why it's so important for you all to pray for us, you know, to lift us up. Because your pastor's out front, he's right out in the front of everything. And so he'll be the one that gets shot at first. You know, I think it's important uh, for the believers in a church to pray for their pastor and to pray for their pastor's wife, pray for the family, because we need that. Amen. Okay. We need that. Um, I think that the reason, one of the reasons why I'm harping on this on communication, is because I had a problem with that a while ago. And I was the kind of person, whereas, that really didn't listen that much. When I was growing up, I really didn't listen. You know, my grandmother even said, she said, boy, you got a hard head. But she said, but God knows how to crack you. You know, I was afraid of my grandmother in many areas because she always heard uh, from the Lord. But. Those things, she taught me some things and I learned some things about listening. And I want to say this right here again. It is so important for you to listen, for us to listen to our helper. Don't just push what they're saying aside. Listen, value what's being said, and allow the Lord to bless the both of you. Amen. Because that's what he wants to do. There's someone that, that I'm thinking of right now. I remember that his wife uh, shared some things with him. And and I think back now about the situation. Someone that I know. And his wife was praying. And she said, honey, this is what I believe the Lord wants uh, you to do. She says, I want you to come home. I want you to please come home tonight. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere else. Just come straight home. I just feel this in my heart. Come straight home. Please come straight home. But what he did was he didn't come straight home. He deviated from that. And she had been praying. And She says, honey, I just really believe this. Please come home. And so he didn't come straight home. And he was in an accident later uh, that evening. Now, God has moved and God is blessing him now. But there are some things that could be avoided if we would really just learn to listen to one another and value what each other says to each other and be there for one another. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you getting that? Okay. I hope that something that we've said, even though it's very little, I hope that something that we've said uh, has blessed you and will cause you to think and I pray that the Holy Spirit will also take this and use it and minister grace and life to you in Jesus.